Hi, this is Craig Tim. Thanks for tuning in today. As you know, each message that I share is God's Word on living the Christian life, helping us to move forward, to be stronger, to stand taller for what He is. And today is no different. It is an interesting topic. So I want you to get your notes ready and be prepared for what God has for us. The title of today's message is America, the land of the free, or is it? See, the year 1620, it's symbolic with the launch of creating a new country, a country that would be set free from tyranny of England. Now, the Mayflower, it finally set sail for this new land in September 1620. And its first landing was about 65, 66 days later in the Cape Cod area. And 30 days later from that, they found its final destination in Plymouth, Massachusetts. You've all read those in the history books. And soon after that, the pilgrims, they all got settled and, and, and situated, especially with winter forthcoming. They weren't sure exactly what that meant, but they were prepared. They decided to sign a document, and they called it the Mayflower Compact. This was the beginning of establishing a self-government in this new world that they were in. Now, we'll fast forward, and in 1776, the people of this new world signed the Declaration of Independence to legitimately commence the United States of America, a new country formed on Christian values with freedoms promoting the life, liberty, pursuit of happiness for all that called America their home. Now, one of the main central themes of the founders of America was freedom. It was the very reason those men and women on the Mayflower risked their lives to come clear across the ocean to this land. And over the many years of our existence since then, there have been a number of wars fought in the name of freedom. And you could probably name them all right now. But there is one battle that specifically was fought on our very own soil between American brothers and sisters. It was, of course, the Civil War. This war was in the name of slavery and the business of having slaves. Was it right for one man to own another man? Or should all men be free? That was the question. Now, President Abraham Lincoln at that time, he took this issue to the extremes and he was instrumental in abolishing slavery to truly set America free. Every man, every woman, and every child could now seek their own dreams. That's what America is about, folks. We live in a country that places a great deal of emphasis on freedom. But what is freedom? After the fall of the Soviet Union, the world thought that it was rid of the communism and the horrors that it brought upon mankind. And instead of being conquered and eliminated, the threat of communism has taken on a various new forms today. All of them are infiltrating the institutions that we all know and trust here in the U.S. Our secure government, 
you know, or, or, or we thought that we had a secure government, our economy, our education, our entertainment industry, even our, quote, think tanks, they've all been subject to communistic influences and manipulation. Now, under the guise of righteous-sounding acuities like equality and diversity and, of course, political correctness, the new communism has begun to stifle our free speech and the free pass, which doesn't seem to be free as it was in the golden days. It's controlled by, and you fill in the blank. It has used those same concepts to attack all things good and traditional that humankind stands for, including, but it's not just limited to, family values our faith, morality, art, culture, and now especially education is being attacked. Anything that confronts this movement in our country today is shelved and it's rejected by the media so that it never gets reported. As we have heard from the past national elections, we're seeing firsthand the tendency of interference and attempts to sway our elections from many foreign influencers. Now, these recent experiences, they've given us a unique perspective on the situation in America today. What we are facing as a people is no longer the competition between two major parties, but a struggle between good and evil, freedom and the communism slash socialism, if you will. A struggle that will determine whether America continues to ascend as a world leader or whether we fall into the same ideology that much of the world has been taken captain of, which, by the way, has resulted in millions of unnatural deaths worldwide due to the opposition of a growing world order that's trying to take shape and brighten in front of us. Many Americans have the misconception that freedom means they can do anything they want as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. And there are women who like to use this kind of twisted reasoning to kill their unborn child. It's my body. It's my choice. I'm free to do whatever I want with it. So I ask you, I ask you, seriously, is that what freedom means to you? Think about it a moment. Don't think long. First thought in mind, that's what it is in your heart. Think about that. Prostitution is illegal. Suicide in most states is illegal. Doing drugs is illegal. And what many people confuse freedom for is the old Western days of lawlessness. That's what they're confused with. In America, freedom means we have certain rights. Right to vote. Rights of religion, where we want to live, where we want to work. And many of our rights are guaranteed under the law of our land. What is not guaranteed, though, is the right to live immorally. Although, with the current situation in our country and our presidential administration, sad to say, freedom from morality seems to be coming the new normal. During the 1960s, Society began speaking more loudly about decisions the government was making and the lack of decisions they were avoiding. 
America was in the middle of a misunderstood war in Vietnam and dealing with civil rights and social injustices that took on a life of its own. People were exercising their rights, using protests and peaceful gatherings to let their voices be heard. Martin Luther King Jr., he was one of the voices echoing throughout the land, promoting peaceful conversations and asking America to look in the mirror, treat one another as the founding fathers envisioned for our country to act. Yes, there were a number of new laws passed, giving more rights to the less fortunate and broadening the recognition of race disparities. But let's fast forward 50 years later into 2020 or so. We find that many of the same issues have reared their ugly heads again. Only this time, death and destruction have become the headlines with a new voice promoting actions over conversations. We heard about social injustices and we saw the movement of Black Lives Matters grow across the country, calling out whites as the evil empire to their past. But let me ask you this. Why are so many consumed with calling out that one race is better than to another? Why do they think a particular racial group or, or two feels they have been tread upon more than others? The answer? Because man is evil. That's it. There is one fact about our country that's overlooked by many. America was founded by immigrants. We all have immigrant ancestors. The government has set a number of laws to provide an orderly process for immigrants to come to America legally and make this their new home. The first Immigration Act, it was passed back in 1882. Then there was another law passed in 1920 and in 1965, and an updated Immigration Act changing the law from 1920 was established then. And then the Immigration Act of 1990 was changed to help families stay together once they entered America. However, the last 20 years or so, immigrants have been getting into the country illegally, and they've been causing quite an issue with overcrowding, breaking laws, and a disruption in emotions in society. This issue has erupted like Mount Vesuvius the last year or so here. And when this actual volcano erupted in 79 AD, it annihilated the city of Pompeii. <coughs> Excuse me. And now, in 2021, the current government has opened our borders. Oops. Sorry. Only the southern border is open. And they have done this without following the laws that have been in place for many years to protect us. Are we on the verge of destruction too, just like the city of Pompeii? Only this would be a whole country instead of a city. The media, they're caught between a rock and a hard place, so to say. They want to protect the administration, but at the same time, the country is appalled by the lack of legal enforcement set in our laws to stop the current onslaught. The administration is sadly failing the people they are legally bound to protect. And that is us, Americans. Americans, this is us. And this is who you are. Will they be held responsible? Or will it be swept under the rug? 
all immigrants coming into America, whether legally or illegally, they have left their own homelands to get away from the oppression and the slavery in their respective countries. They're seeking the freedom to live a life of fulfilling their dreams that they've heard America has to offer. Unfortunately for them, and us now too, America is no longer the land of the free. It is a country that has become ingrained with slavery all over again, no matter who you are or what color you might be. Because every color, every race, every gender is experiencing being a slave. We've been slaves to pride. We've been slaves to fame. We've been slaves to self-hatred. We've been slaves to racism, slaves to debt, slaves to materialism. We've been slaves to addictions, drugs, alcohol, sex, even slaves to prostitution and human trafficking. And that's just to name a few. To understand the true freedoms, all we have to do is look at John 8, 31, 36. And it says, To the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said to them, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But they answered him, we are Abraham's descendants. Have We've never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we will be set free? So Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son, capital S-O-N, if the son sets you free... You will be free indeed. That's understanding what true freedom is, my friend. Our true freedom does not rest on the whims of the government. Yeah, it, the decisions they make on behalf of our country, they do affect our daily livelihood, but it does not define who you are. You make choices every day. Hundreds of choices you make without even a serious thought. What to wear? What time to get up? Am I having breakfast? Am I not having breakfast? What about lunch? What should I have for lunch? Maybe I'll skip lunch and I'll walk in the park. I'll go to the gym. Maybe I'll see a friend. Maybe I'll go to the hospital and visit those that are ill. What am I going to do? Do I answer the emails or do I answer phone messages? For I mean, it is hundreds of choices each day you make. However, there is but one choice you must make each day. As I close, I want to strongly encourage you to know what you believe and why you believe it. You must be able to answer these two questions to those who question your Christian livelihood in order to help you withstand the attacks on your values as you stand strong in the battle against that enemy each day. Ephesians 6, 10-12 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, 
against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. If nothing else, I want you to remember, know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Now, I hope today's message has struck a chord inside of you. America, the land of the free, but are we free? Seems like we're free compared to other places in the world, right? But there are so many things going on, especially right now in our society. How free are we with all the decisions that the administration is making against us? What is freedom? What is freedom? What does it mean to you? A question I asked you earlier. Do you know what freedom means to you? And if you do, are you standing up for it? Are you speaking out for it? Are you looking at the others who are trying to take that away from you? And are you standing strong in battle? But the battle is not directly through flesh and blood, as we've heard. The battle is against the powers of the spiritual forces of the evil in those heavenly realms around us. That's our true battle. And we can be set free from that if we just hold on to God's teaching and his word. I hope that this has grasped you deep into your heart and you're taking this seriously because life around us it's going to get more challenging each day. Bless you. Let God, as his face shine upon you. Let him give you the strength. Let him speak to you. Listen to what he has to say. Be in his word. Digest it and hold on to it. So you can share what you believe and why you believe it. You must be able to answer those two questions to those around you. Think about it. Put it in perspective. Give yourself those tools, those, those, uh, those weapons to stand up and share God's message. Oh, by the way, do you know what that one choice you must make each day? Blessings to you until we meet again. Amen.